Welcome to SV Pod. Stanford Steve is here, and I have I have to warn you, we have a problem, Steve. Uh oh, what happened? I don't have a note card. Last week, Taylor is our new guy on the ones and twos. Rock so you trying to impress with him? I, no, I don't. You know, I'm not that worried. I mean, one way or another. <laughs> but I think we did impress because we were we kept it moving. We had we had good tempo, good pace. You know why? Because me, the scatterbrain guy had a, a little note card with all the things I wanted to make sure we got to. And so we did with, with great efficiency. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a card in front of me. So all I have now is my brain and my brain is like a big pile of mashed potatoes. Okay. But I know where we're starting. Oh, Halloween. <laughs> right, let's start the, in the dad pod space. All the, okay. all, all the young parents out there listening, even in the old parents, you remember the old days, right? Yeah. Not a lot better. Not a lot better if you're in the sweet spot of Halloween where our kids are at the moment than Halloween. They spent all day asking when they could put their outfits on. And they spent most of the late afternoon just just twitching with anticipation. And it went it went well. I actually I was out in the mix. I was up waist deep in the trick or treat and door to door. Knocking, saying hi to neighbors. Did you go do any of that, Steve? Yeah. Here's the question, though. All right, I'm listening. The timing. Yeah. Like they're bouncing off the walls, and it's like 405. Colts, Titans is coming down to the wire. Yep. Jets, Bengals is a fiasco. Just can, can I watch? There's two minutes left in the game. Can I just watch that? And we're no, I- good. We'll okay. go. We'll come back whenever you guys want. Just give me that. Now, see, this is where I have a little bit of a leg up because the boys are on the couch with pops mm. and they're into watching. And and this isn't a boy girl thing because girls like football, too. But your girls don't. No, they don't. <laughs> and so I, I got to I don't I don't know that. I don't know that reality. I don't live in that space. I will say, though that my daughter who was an ice skater she had rollerblades on she was just circling the hardwood in the room we were in the boys were chasing and i was i i was not the best version of myself during the witching hour because there was some stuff coming down to the wire on Sunday, i know and i was just i needed the circling of the ice skater to stop and it mostly did not Mm. Uh, but I, the, the amount of candy for, for a short trip. I mean, we're, we, our kids are little that our neighborhood, the houses are just far enough in between <laughs> that by the middle of it, the little man, Charlie was, was laying down between the houses and taking rests. And then when it was time to go, he would just put his arms up to me and it was my job to carry him to the next one. Got it. But I, I have an observation. And I'm really curious about this, not okay. not just from you. You're the only person that can give me feedback, okay. but our listeners can as well. And I need I need you all listening to let me know on the bird if you have noticed this same issue. I'm going to tell you this right now. This is this is the earliest ever. Things I hate. I hate this. What happened to trick or treat? Steve and I have lengthy lists. 
talk about this guy or this thing or this whatever. Once a week, one thing a week. Here's what I hate. When the door opens, knock, knock, ding, dong, door opens. Our kids, our group of kids, no one says anything. Mm -hmm. They just stand and demand the food unspoken. Except for Charlie, who was sprinting into houses. We had to tell him, you can't go into the home. The door opening is not an invitation for you to enter. This is like a B&E from The Flash over here. But our kids... And, and I say I hate it. I, I realize it's it's on us. I failed them. No one instructed them. Door opens. You say trick or treat. No one in our group says it. Did your group of people or your kids say the magic words? They did. They did. Okay, now cool. here's good the other. For them. Here's the other dynamic though is that with everything that's happened, I feel like. I was the responsible one last night. You were a responsible one because we had to come into work. Yep. But there's parents just out there getting (laughs) faced. They got their cider. (laughs) They got their fire. And they're out in front of the driveway. So it's like you don't even have the knock on the door um, uh, mystery anymore, right? Like you just see them coming, walking up the street. So everybody's like, hey, yeah, come on over here. Like, everybody's just having a good time getting annihilated. It's like, yeah, take what you want. Oh, what are you? Uh, Okay, oh, we got a Wonder Woman here and this and that. So the idea of, I mean, now it's just a party, at least in the neighborhoods we were at. People on call, whatever, on the end of the cul-de-sac, all the neighbors were going there. The tables are just out with candy. And then I don't even know, I want to know what's in the coolers that are over by the people with the folding chairs. On a a school night, no less. School Correct. night. Maybe that's for a, some. That's aggressive. Yeah. Sam it was. My son was like, it was the, the, the whole dynamic of it of being on a Sunday, though, was weird. I agree. You know? Really? I agree. Weird. My Sam was very upset. Why don't you get holidays off? I was like, son, this is kind of a fake one. He's like, no, it's not. It's real <laughs> to me. It's real to me. That but is. but I had noticed this is something I noticed before. It's been a, it's a phenomenon. It's a relatively recent development. When I lived in a house where, where the kids would knock on doors, I'd open the door and they just stand there and look at you. And so I, I this is going back to the Connecticut time. I would just I, I'd look at them and look at me. And if no one said anything, I'd say, what? And then they'd look at me like even like, what do you mean what? And then I'd be like, say it They're like trick or treat. It's a simple exchange. Yeah. You say that, then I give you food. Come on, man. And uh, that, when did when did people stop saying it? No one says it. And then we I will give our group credit, though. Everybody scream. Thank you on the way out. Except there Charlie. you go. That's Every, the key. Thank, thank you is way more important than trick or treat. Thank you. Thank you. If we're ranking ranking the order of importance. Thank you is higher on the list than say trick or treat. But just say trick or treat. We, had, we did have a couple instances where my two older ones, the door opened and they just put their bucket out. Like, yep. go ahead, just put it in there. There you go. So that's how, right. Yeah, that's, we, our, that's, our consistency wasn't great, but um, they're, they're young. Yeah. They're young. We got to learn it. It's a process. They're malleable. They're moldable. We can, we, it's our job as parents to make sure the thank you, but just say trick or treat. It's not a lot to ask. All right. So with that, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm not done with Halloween. 
in the history of good calls, few calls have been more accurate than what you said last week about what everyone was going to be. How many lassos were there at, at, on the loose in the universe? All over. Everywhere. Um, uh, I, have a, I have a friend. We'll just call him Jeff. And that's, hey, Jeff. His house, that's whose house we went to, okay? Uh, all right, um, Jeff. You was know he Jeff. lasso? No, 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 no. He, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff was having a good time. And uh, so, so I, I am astounded at how many parents – do dress up to go out trick-or-treating. I guess I'm in the minority on that. No, that's a thing. People sit yeah. me like, hey, what are you going to be? I'm like, <laughs> so, I'm going to be a dad. What are you talking about? Like, oh, no, no, you're supposed to. Dress. My kids don't have, they don't care what I am. They don't even wait for me. Like, I'm a house behind. You know what so, I mean? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So we're in Jeff's neighborhood. So everybody knows Jeff. But as the people who are dressed by, dressed up or walking by, Jeff would just give the, hey, that's great. You look great. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just. <laughs> Did he mean it or was he sarcastic? No, he didn't mean it. It was just bad. It was, it was in reference to bad costumes where the parents were trying hard. Uh, but, you right. know, you know, you know, our, you know. Yeah. I got you. A lot of lassos out there. Steve was all over. A lot of laughs. A lot of laughs. All right. So that's behind us. As is Halloween. It's November. It's cold here. Let's go. Giddy up. Winter time. Where, where should we start? Last week, I was fired up to talk NFL out of yeah. the gate. Where are we going? I want to. I think we could do this every week. We did it a little bit earlier in the year. We could do it the rest of the year. Who's yep. the best team in the AFC? <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Okay. They lost to the Titans, goofy ending. Allen kind of slips. Tennessee's hot, but the, the, the Henry news changes the dynamic of what they can be. The fact that that window gives them the, the, the possibility for a return late in the year, which actually might not be the worst thing because that dude's a lot, of, a lot of miles on those tires, fresh mm-hmm. legs and a, and a healed foot. Uh, that's a scary proposition. But the best team in the AFC right now is the, uh, is the Buffalo Bills. Okay. You have a counter to that? I don't. I am really, really interested though because I look and look, looked at, look at what happened this weekend. Obviously, mm-hmm. we still have to see Kansas City, see if they can get right Monday night. But the idea of how things fell, you know, uh, you know, the Bengals were the one seed, right, coming into last week, they lose to the Jets, blah blah blah, and the Raiders are sitting there. And with all that's going on, they're sitting going going into the bye week with with, a, with, a, with as a two seed. They're going into the bye week. I know Jacobs got banged up. You get a little health there. Their defense has been better. I wonder if they build off of something here, where now they had they got through the the, the firing or the resignation of Gruden. But I mean, I feel like it's a locker room. I mean, that stuff is strong. And I, I'm not saying it's the perfect timing, but the way it's all fallen right now, like they got to be feeling really, really good about the possibility they have um, ahead of them, uh, knowing what's happened to other teams and knowing what they're capable of. Uh, I, I think they've, they've done a great job of powering through um, things. And I, I, I really think they're a, something to keep on, uh, an eye on for sure. Um, I mean, everybody, you know, Chargers were the team and then they got waxed. Uh, by Baltimore, and they got a bye week, and then they get beat by New England again. 
And now people are questioning Herbert and then obviously Kansas City. But I, I feel really good if I'm Las Vegas right now. All right. Sometimes the best thing you can do is not play. You know yeah. what I mean? In yeah. terms of your perception. No doubt. Because a week ago we sat here and we were raving about the Bengals. And then I, I, I said this on SportsCenter. It beca- it's easy to turn the loss to the Jets into I doubt the Bengals. I give Salah and his team credit, man. They battled. They competed. They were down 11 in the fourth. And they just kept playing. Next mm-hmm. play, next play. And they got a win. That happens in the NFL. Always has, always will. Uh, but I don't. that doesn't make me doubt the Bengals. But again... My point on the Raiders is sometimes just not playing is what helps you move move forward because you didn't have an opportunity to look bad. Um, I just I like Buffalo. I trust them. They also like that game was close against Miami. They have the ability to string together points in a hurry. They're, you keep their offense down for a bit, and then in a series or two, Allen gets hot, and they they can they can score fourteen on you in a hurry. That's what they did seventeen uh, on Sunday against Miami. And uh, that that lead or that game got away from from the Dolphins late, but that that's the team in the AFC. NFC is the more interesting question at the moment, just because I think you have more candidates. The way the Arizona game ended, right? If if Green and and Murray don't miscommunicate and they mm-hmm. actually get that, they're unbeaten. And you're like, damn, they didn't look great. Their O line got owned most of that game, and they still figured out a way to win. But instead, Green Bay gets a pick. They lead their seven and one. So them, Arizona, the Rams. I mean, those are the teams that are all. I think at the top of the list, Tampa Bay gets beat again in the regular season by New Orleans. So I don't know if that if that's a knock on them, if that if that drops them a little bit. Arian sounded disgusted on Sunday. Oh. Penalties, turnovers, said we just didn't play. We just nothing we did was good enough. Uh, but I, I think it's I think the NFC is a more interesting conversation because you could probably talk yourself into three or four different teams there. Who do you who who's one on your list? One one thing back on the AFC real quick though, because I a okay. couple about a month ago I thought it was Cleveland. That is a brutal loss to Pittsburgh, and it just feels like Cleveland is is losing a lot of momentum here. I mean, obviously injuries are a part of everybody's season. It just feels like they're never going to have their whole team. Um, they lose. It feels like they lose a offensive lineman on that great offensive line every week, and it's a huge opportunity yesterday. I think. Uh, that they miss, but you know, they've proven they bounce back, but I just look at what they did last year in close games and now seeing what they've done in close games this year, it's, it's, it's the total opposite direction. Um, and it's not good. Um, no. NFC. The, um, I just really, I really want green Bay to get home field. That's what I'm rooting for because I don't want the Rams or Arizona to have home field. I agree just because I think it's more fun. The, the possibility yeah. of weather always just ramps up the, yep. you know. The, Same the, thing for Buffalo. That'd be it awesome. Just, it just ramps up the possibility. That said, you know, Tampa Bay went up there last year and got a yep. win. Uh, and, and so it's not saying it guarantees them. No, a, no, not at all. A, a buy. It just means it's more interesting as opposed to playing in, a you know, the indoors of SoFi or, or uh, yeah. the big the big toaster in the desert. It's better, I, I just, it's better theater. Theater. Like there you, you go. Took, you took Agre- a theater class, didn't you? I did. I, again, it's you know, shout to Rosilla theater classes. A lot of a lot of people don't understand, you know, blocking. How do you block a scene? Uh, character development, the arcs, story arcs, things of that nature. Third act. A lot of people don't get that. I do. You 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 know, you cinema, you're cinema cinematographers out there. You 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 know, you film buffs. You're nodding. You know, the rest of you don't know don't know what the f- going on. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean any of that, obviously. Uh, 
I'll take the Rams right now. And I mean, going out and getting Von Miller and Von Miller at this stage of the game, is he still the wrecking ball he was five years ago before some injuries? No, he's not. But add him to a mix that they've already got on the defensive side. Uh, you know, I, I got a kick out of them doing all in another, another, uh, cinema, another cinema reference. They did the rounders thing. They said, we're all in. And it yeah. was the Malka, the Malkovich scene from rounders. And it's like people on Twitter, are like, you know, he lost that pot, right? Mm. It, it's not a good, it's not a good meme choice, but they, they, they clearly, they don't care about the draft. It's crazy. And it, it really is interesting. It's, it's sort of taking out second mortgages and third mortgages in your house just so you can sleep on a pile of cash tonight. You're just like, well, we'll worry about that then. Which I was going to say, like, do they, they even have college scouts in their organization because they don't I, need them? Well, I mean, they've got some third day picks, but no, <laughs> they no, they don't. But I don't mind. I don't mind trying for the instant gratification. The but when you when you truly do go all in, you better win that pot. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 need to make it count, and they're. That's what they're. That's what they've done. But having said that, Steve, like a second and a third for for Miller. If you get peak Miller, is there anybody that you're getting in the second or the third that's going to have the type of impact that Miller's capable of having in the in the you know the the short term here? No, probably not. Um, but I again, I, I said I'll take the Rams. Arizona fans, I'm sure, would like to ask, did I miss the game when they went out there and ran it down their throat? No, I, I saw it. I saw it. I guess it's just more. Um, Maybe it's belief because McVay's gotten there. You know they've been to a Super Bowl once yeah. before. And, I still, and I, I still take Tampa. I just there's no reason not to. Yeah. There's no, I mean, there's no, there, again, there's no reason not to. And this, I'm not the fake de- debate sort of guy, but this is one of those deals where you could have handed me a slip and said make a case for. Yeah, and and I and I you could reasonably make a case for about four different teams uh, in the in the NFC. You're lobbying for the other teams. Steve and I had a conversation. We live here in Washington, and one of my best friends is, is a lobbyist. Steve had, had a little neighborhood chat with a guy that's a lobbyist, and Steve asked me what they do. What do lobbyists do? And so I just went through this lengthy explanation, and then I said, you know, I have no idea if what I said is even right. <laughs> I mean, I literally don't. I don't really know. So I asked my friend who is a lobbyist to explain to me what he does, and he did. And then I said, now do it again and pretend that I'm, that I'm six. So that, and then, and then he's explained it in a way that, that, that I understood. Yeah. So you ever think about what we do for a living and just, oh God, and compare it to like people that have grown up jobs. I yeah. do. I think about it all the time. I mean, I go to bed at four in the morning. I watch games. We give out picks to, <laughs> we're going to sit here tonight and watch Monday Night Football. They're going to go sit there and talk about it. And that's our job. Are you joking? Like people wake up and drive in traffic and they sit there and they work hard and they do important stuff. And maybe they do not so important stuff that they just hate, but they do it. And I, I respect the grind and the hustle and all the rest of it. I, I just don't know how we got to do this. It's just, uh, it's just, it's so stupid. Like, look at the two of us. You went I'm to looking Stanford. At, I'm looking right at you right now. I know. And I'm looking at you. <laughs> you went to Stanford for God's sake. Cause you're good at sports. Think about that. It's incredible. I had like, uh, a, I had like a, my grade point average in Maryland. I swear to God, I think it started with a one. I got a flick in a semester. I've told this story, a flick. Do you understand? Fail, withdraw, incomplete C. 
The C was in a class I was making up from a previous semester, which meant that the grade only counted to the overall GPA, not the semester GPA. So quick, what's that make the semester GPA? 0.0. I got a show tonight. <laughs> like, try to explain that to people. Like in our neighborhood, this guy, like, ah, this guy's a builder and this guy owns a company. And like, yeah, I do bad beats. That's what I do. I do bad beats. My God. Um, you mentioned you, uh, you give out picks. How'd, the, how'd your picks go last? <clears throat> Six and one for free. Whoa. Six. Hey, what'd you, what were you? Four and one. Ten and two. These two dopes that we just were mocking. Give us, give us our flowers. Ten yeah. and two this week at the window. Uh, how about that? Let's talk about that. Before we move on, a couple of things I want to mention. You know that Steve pulls double duty in the podcasting world. Please check him out with our buddy Chris the Bear Felica from Game Day. It's Stanford Steve and the Bear. New episodes every Wednesday throughout the college football season. You can follow Stanford Steve and the Bear wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Also, watch the NBA Today on ESPN Monday through Friday, 3 Eastern, noon Pacific. Malika Andrews, who's just awesome at everything she does, is at the helm. She's joined by ESPN's full cast of NBA experts, insiders, reporters, and more. NBA Today, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, ESPN, the ESPN app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Does this mean we can pivot to college football? Yes. <clears throat> we get our first look at the rankings Tuesday night. I, no uh, this, I, here, I'll, I'll go right now. What? This week, I hate, because I'm going to hate it, the playoff rankings. Here's what I hate. You are you're anticipating that Ohio State's going to be ahead of Oregon. Yep. And like Alabama is going to be two. Nothing. Not, the results don't matter, right? I mean, it's it's brutal. When it happens, we talked about this last week. When it happens, if I'm if I'm Oregon, I, I don't. I I'd be the fury and rage of a million sons. I mean, mm -hmm. we went we went to Columbus. Mm -hmm. Without the without the number one pick defensive end Thibodeau, mm -hmm. and we went into Columbus and we won. Well, they're better now. Well, that's great. We played and we were better. And what we lost more recently—that's how that we lost on a PI call on the last play of the game, which might have been PI, might not. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, but we lost like that. And then since that was more recent, then that means that the team we beat. And their place is better than us. I just would. I, why would I ever play anyone ever again? Why would I ever schedule anyone that that's that's really good like that? There's no upside. I, you listen, preempt. You preemptively hate it. I do. I do because I know it's going to happen. We're going to everybody right. in the everybody in the SEC is going to be higher. And I'll go back and I'll look at it. Okay, Georgia's been in every control, complete control of every game they played. Right? Who's their best win? Auburn. At Auburn, all right. I'll give you. I'll give you. All right. Good win. Auburn lost to Penn State. Okay. Alabama, as impressive as there is, right? Yep. More talent than anybody. Who's their best win? Ole Miss. I guess. Okay. Those teams that they're going to be they're going to be ranked high. I mean, we hear about the SEC how great it is week in and week out. You got to have better wins. Got to have what? better wins. 
that's a different conversation to me than the Ohio State Oregon Oregon game because they actually played each other and the team we we oh, just yeah. we know Ohio State who by the way their strength of schedule at the moment is like in the seventies or fifties or whatever it is. It was brought up in our meeting. Yeah, it's like sixties or seventies or fifty, whatever it is. Oregon's yeah. in the Oregon's in the twenties, mm-hmm. and they won head to head. Correct, without their best player, who's Doesn't probably matter. the number the pun number one pick number, in the draft. But it won't matter. Which, yeah. and then like, and then and we talked about this before. Cincinnati, Cincinnati's just looking around, going, "Wait, wait remember what? No, no, you you guys are screwed. You're screwed." Because you can already, again, this is stuff we covered last week that you can already kind of feel it happening. You can mm-hmm. feel the Alabama and Ohio State losses being just sort of ignored. Yep. And by the way, by the way, there is a point to be made that the committee's job is to try to choose the best teams in the end and ask themselves who, who are the best teams. And I appreciate that. And I'm mm-hmm. with you. I, I'm with you. I, um, and if you're and if you're if your argument at the end is that let's say for for argument's sake that Oregon and Ohio State at the end were both uh, and Ohio State's strength of schedule will will improve because they're going to play Correct. Michigan they're going to play Michigan State Correct. what a what a win last week over Michigan Woo! they're going to play Michigan which I mean that's that's uh, that's a highly ranked team and that that that'll improve the strength of schedule too if at the end you say well it's it's our opinion is that they're better I just. I have when when your opinions required to break a tie because you don't have a result. Mm-hmm. Great. But I don't know how your opinion. Well, we think they're better. Trump's the fact that they actually played and weren't. Mm-hmm. How does that work? How, how does how how does your opinion trump our actual result where your opinion was wrong? Like, that's the hard part for me. Uh, so. And then listen, I'm Big Ten Scotty, right? We know that. So I waved I waved the flag for my conference proudly. Yeah. But I also wave common sense flag. Like saying thank you is more important than saying trick or treat. Actual results have to trump opinion. Um, yes. And and just one more thing on that, because yeah. then because then we're gonna get we're gonna hear the argument. Well, if Alabama played Oregon, what would the point spread be? Okay. Yeah, well, what, what was so, the point what was the what, point spread when Oregon went to Columbus? 14 and, and, what, and a half. And what was the point spread when Alabama went to College Station? There you go. 17. You know, upsets happen. That's why the sport's great. And, and the and, opportunity, when you rip the opportunity away from these teams that deserve it, that's where we get in trouble. And and you and I would be among the first to say, look at how Vegas would view Correct. A, match, a, a matchup. Because I get it. I under, I've said it forever. Let Vegas seed the teams because their bottom line is an actual bottom line. But when you, but the whole, what would the point spread be when the point spread was 14 on the field and the, and, and, and they won and look at the loss and how they took that loss. Like Bama lost on the last play of a game Mm -hmm. on a field goal. And, and uh, I I get it. Oregon lost, you know, on, on the last play of the game, which turned into an overtime after an untimed down. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. But th- this hasn't happened yet. There's there's a lot of, there's a ton of games to be played. It's just, I'm with you that preemptively, I think the way, the way the cards come out of the deck, you can just, you can, you can anticipate it. And it's just, it flies in the face of, of uh, actual on-field results. 
Exactly. That's, and, that's and, that's what I'm, and that's what I'm saying here. In the first rankings, there is no reason to have Ohio State ahead of Oregon. And they have the loss. We talked about it. But when these teams are undefeated and you're already putting one loss teams ahead of them, there's no point. You're, you're telling us right now what, what you think. And I like the teams that lose, drop them. And then if they play better, then they move up. But when you keep them there, that's where we run the problems. The, the cost of a loss in the SEC is, is less than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Always. It's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, right or right or wrong. Um, but look, the, the, the rankings will come out Tuesday and then, then we can scream and yell about it and see, you know, see, see where things go. But if Oregon's behind Ohio state now, then there's, there's zero way they can catch him and they would have already played him and beat him and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. <laughs> Good talk. Cool. Cool. That was fun. Glad we went to Columbus and won. It meant abs. It meant squadoosh. Meant diddly poo. Um, what else? Uh, hmm. Any hmm. questions for me? How about the World Series? You into it? Yeah. You, you said your World Series. You were you're at a nine before this. It's crazy. Um, I mean, you look at the games. They weren't great watches. Um, Houston's approaches at the plate in, in game three and four were mind boggling to me. Uh, and then obviously they come out, um, game five with their backs against the wall, give up a grand slam and come back and win. Uh, it is, it is pretty fascinating now that Atlanta's going back to Houston, but they, they won one and they, they lost one in trying to get their bullpen and their staff, right? So as Kirchin pointed out, if you're the Braves, this is, this is, this is what you wanted and, uh, they got it, but. Man, that that place is going to be a tough place to win a title, man. Um, I think I, I think it's it's been great. Um, I still have to say I don't know how to prove this with a graphic or research or something, but these guys that are coming in out of the bullpens, like I haven't watched a lot of them, and I mean they are just attacking hitters. These guys, I mean the, the arm barn. I mean there's they they are fearless. Uh, so it's it, it sets up for great um, theater uh, again. I will say, um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We got game six and possibly seven. I, I've been en- I've enjoyed just listening to to Snitker talk. Um, mm. Talked about the little boy, how the bet the teams that tend to do the best in the playoffs are the ones that have that keep that little boy in them. I thought the Dansby Swanson interview Saturday night after they won was just tremendous. Just genuine uh, appreciation for being in Atlanta, for being part of this team, for being on that stage and, and listening to Snicker talk. I think, yeah, I, I, there's something to that, right? It's grown men playing a boy's game. I get it. Uh, or kids game, boys and girls play. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I mean, a girl dad, you know what I mean? You think about the, think about the way you, the, we frame things. You just want to do better at it. But uh, I, I thought that, the approach from games three and four and Tim Kirchner and I talked about it on sports center. It, it's what they had to do. I mean, you start two guys that are rookies that have, haven't started like 27 innings between them and they're starting in world series games and they won one of them and they had a four nothing lead and the next, and that, that would be the part about it. If I'm a Braves fan, that would just, it would give me plenty of concern is your, that place is out of its mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're up for nothing and they're 
eight innings away from a World Series. And Houston doesn't blink, man. They get a couple, then they get a couple more, and they, they have it tied by the third inning. Then Freeman gives Atlanta the lead again, and again, Houston doesn't blink. And by the time it's done, you know, they score nine of the last 10 runs in that game. And you talk about approach and this and that. I mean, taking a sport that's graded out over 162 games and trying to figure out who's the best over seven is is anything can happen. And it often does. But I just it's hard. It's hard not to think that Houston going home, even against Atlanta's best pitchers, that they that they won't figure out a way yeah. at minimum at, at minimum to get it to a seventh game. Um, but hey, look, we saw the Nationals going to Houston and they won all four games that they won and the World Series that the Nationals won in that park. So uh, fall baseball is is excellent. The emotion of it, the tension of it, something we talked about on here. Uh, it's just hard when the team you root for feels so far removed from it, uh, which is also something we've covered on here. What do you say to Astros fans? Uh, nothing they want to hear, you mm. know? Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a great, great question. Thank because you. Because no, because no, seriously, because when people say you cheated and you get mad, well, you need to be an adult <laughs> because you cheated. I mean, Cora and Hinch didn't spend a year out of the game because they didn't cheat. They spent a year out of the game because you f- cheated. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. And when you and when and when you as fans get mad, you're not to be taken seriously. Like you're you're just doing that internet thing where you're just you're mad. You want to fire it out. It's you don't get you don't get to say anything. That's what happened. I if I were a Dodger or a Yankee fan, I'd have a really hard time stomaching the past, but you can't undo it. Uh, I just, I think I would say to you, cheer for your team by all means, celebrate the fact that they're great because they are Mm -hmm. right. But when people come at you for the past, I would try my best to just nod and say, well, that's, that's, that's behind us and here. And we're here now again, we're back here again. Right. I mean, you just can't get mad about people saying you did the thing that you said you did. Who are you mad at? Us? You're mad at us? The mm. people. And I mean, I, I didn't. I'm not pointing it out. I'm just repeating the facts here. I'm not accusing you. The difference between being accused of something and being basically having admitted to what you did. I think Cora sat out a year because he didn't do it. <laughs> I think Hinch spent a year out of it. Like gee, I'm going to resign. Because it didn't happen. Mm. Come on. Because I mean, you know, like that's what they're like. If they could do this and come back from down three one and win it, and then like that's going to be their their response is like, all right, the cheating never happened. Like we won this one. Well, and, and, and here's but you know, to, it's, to, to be fair to them, if they do come back and win two in a row here, people are going to say, oh, you guys are cheating again. Yeah, and that's 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 not reasonable either. Although. When you have been found to have done something, you're asking a lot for people to assume that you just quit. Like, you know, if you dipped and then you say, I quit dipping, like, yeah, maybe 
Maybe driving home, you're packing a lipper, huh? Maybe when it's just when throw it's just in a be- pouch or two. Maybe when it's just between you and God, you you know you, yeah. you throw one in the lower deck. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I'm making that comparison. I'm just saying it's if you've if you've done something you shouldn't have done. You know, it's probably it's probably cheating on a spouse. Like you know, do I do I trust you? Do I ever truly trust you? I can forgive you, but do I ever really believe? That you that you're on the straight and narrow. It's probably a lot to ask, but Houston fans don't care. And you know what? They don't. They don't owe anybody anything other than just. I think you owe people being reasonable. If the past comes up, that you don't fire off some angry response. Like, yeah, I mean, because that's that's the key. Is look, like you're you're always going to root for your team, right? I mean, and and you should. Yeah, and you and, should. But you have to get past it. But you have to be honest with yourself when that situation from the past gets brought up that's not people's strength exactly and that's what i was just gonna say and that seems really difficult for people to do nowadays yeah not not a strength to accept responsibility for and this isn't even for your own personal failings this is the team you cheer for is that where they lost their way uh but i just hope it goes seven just because you know the seventh game of a world series is is Kind of in its own category uh, in terms of sports theater, Steve. Bang. Anything else? Wizards are five and one playing Atlanta on on Monday. We're excited. Let's all go to a Wizards game. All right. So, like you're saying this, yeah. Does this mean like you're making the calls and getting all the tickets and saying, "Hey, everybody"? Sure. <laughs> I'll call. I'll, I'll. I don't know who I'm calling. I'll call somebody. Get together. Get together a group. Go get an Elvin Hayes jersey and go cheer on Big B. You went to a Caps game, didn't you? I did. All right. Great. Well, well, then let's. We got to go to a Wizards game. We got to, you know, immerse ourselves in the culture. DMV. All right. You're Mister Neighborhood Party Guy. No, that's you. Uh, not really. Mm. I said what I hated. Say trick or treat. You hate the <laughs> rankings preemptively. They're not even out yet. See, this is where if I had my card, I'd know if I did all the stuff, but I don't. Yeah. So I think this is the end. You can't tell your kids there's fake holidays, man. Don't do I don't that. Know if I, use, I don't know if I use the word fake. I, I think I okay. said I think I said like I'm off on Christmas and I'm off on, on Thanksgiving, you know, like the, yeah. the most important ones. And by the way, I trick-or-treated with them and they no one cared. They left me at every house. They were on to the next house. And you have to you have to yell to stay at least somewhere mm. within eyes. Yeah, I can't see you. Mm. Right? I mean, you're little. What are people gonna do now that they can't argue about candy corn? That's a good point. That, that provided holy a of, moly. A lot of content there. Jeez. A lot of content. Wow. That's what the world is now, Steve. Everybody's looking for content. Yeah. But you know what? The numbskull with the one point, whatever, and the guy that went to Stanford, you know, we got bad beats. <laughs> we got every week new content. We don't have to figure out how to repackage the candy corn debate. Just oh. roll the Florida State Clemson end. There we go. All right. So we're doing that. We'll be with you throughout the week on the uh, TV show, Sports Center. Your TV show. It's ours. It's partner <laughs> partnership, buddy. Your name's on it. Not really, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Is it just called Sports Center? No, I don't think so. I think there's some initials now after the sports. Are there? Yeah. We need some SC with SVP. All right. 
Right, we say right. should put that on a shirt and sell it. I've been told that for our show's seven years in. I've been telling we're making some stuff for just one of these yeah. days. One of these days, just a box is going to show up. We're going to have some shirts. <laughs> <laughs> when that happens, I'll let everybody know. Start we'll selling them bootleg style. Have a good week, everybody. We'll see you next week.